This daily fantasy football week 14 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at Better Than Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace Per Head is the leader in pay per providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ride Real Money Kramer. It's happening, Kramer Dog. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. I am feeling fire right now because Sean, I just entered in the the high rollers only five hundred dollar DraftKings Millie Maker. This five thousand seats only. So you want to step up to the big boy? We will still do the hundred dollar big boy. Yes, we, and we, and Ryan. Breaking news: mm. I will be entering the uh, DraftKings Big Boy contest this week. Oh. I've been I've been lurking for a while. I'm going to hop back in. Cause really it's not, it's not about the hundred dollars to me. It's just more, I'd rather come up with five millionaire maker lineups and play all those than just a hundred bucks on one lineup or play some head to heads at a hundred dollars a piece. So I'm deciding though, it's time to take a shot at the big boy. We're going to be giving out a millionaire maker lineup with our boy, John Jackson. And of course, thrive fantasy Thursday night thrive. We like to call it doing all the player props for the Thursday night game. Raiders or no, sorry, Rams, Patriots. That should be a interesting game to handicap. Got some nice leans on the player props. Speaking of player props, Ryan, let's hear it. Tuesday night football. I uh, new sponsor better than dot Vegas. And of course uh, subscribe to our page sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. That'll kick you right over to the uh, sign up page. There posted the first video on our profile course a winner Ravens minus eight and touching. And then I wasn't even planning on giving this out, but <laughs> and then and then and no, no and then, then. <laughs> uh, South Park such a good show. Someone hit me up on Twitter randomly because we've been giving out these Monday night player props. They were fiending for Tuesday night player props. 
Uh, I went one and one in the Tuesday night player props over Lamar Jackson rushing yards. That was easy. Gave out Zeke under receiving yards at 17 yards. He had 18 exactly. So fuck that. That's but tough. Sorry. Someone asked me who do I like uh, first touchdown, and I threw out Lamar Jackson. Touching only plus 600, but still uh, that one felt pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean it was. It's always nice when the Cowboys lose a game. Uh, also nice when we get a chance to win money on Tuesday night. Yep. I mean they just hang on a platter. The 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 line was free cash south of ten. Yeah, come on. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna just head over to mybookie.ag and cash that sweet Tuesday night football action. Thursday night football is set to hit us just in two. We're going with national football games every day of the week. It seems like it's too much, Sean. It's never too much. And if that wasn't enough, college basketball is here. Hashtag Dejans only. Our boy Colby Dant has the daily free college basketball picks going. So if you're just looking to, you're craving some action over at mybookie.ag, head over to the college basketball picks page. Check out our NFL picks podcast. Obviously, do a little combine, you know, combining things, parlaying things. You can do it all over at mybookie.ag and tons of player props. Been getting deeper and deeper into the player prop market, Ryan. It is a uh, it's a fun time, and of course, we're circling like sharks around chum. We will hit one of these DJ only prop bets. Crazy odds, hundred to one, two hundred to one. One of these will come next through next week, and those are exclusively over at mybookie.ag. If you're signing up over there, make sure you use the promo code SGP. Where you, of course, can play, win, and most importantly, last but not least, get paid. Joining us on the line, DFS expert, DFS insider, the the uh, I don't know what would you call him, the Schwami, the uh, Svengali of the flow chart, John Jackson. John, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, right on. Happy to get on here and talk uh, week fourteen. Uh, the powers of the flow chart are are such that uh, the Cleveland it, it it created a situation where the Cleveland Browns scored forty points and a half and allowed Ryan Tannehill to just enjoy the a full thirty minutes of garbage time, which turned out to not almost be not garbage time. Uh, I don't know. It was a it was a magical performance by another Ryan. Yeah, it was a it was a good week last week. We almost cracked the first uh, two hundred point lineup in the flow chart, so. Uh, it, it was a big one with Corey Davis, Higgins, Tannehill, a lot yeah. of people going off. No, that was a uh, that was a great you know great little stack there you had going and man what you know just throw Cole Pruitt in there whoever whoever <laughs> was that tight I end I, I wish you could have seen Sean just like waiting for his Ferkser touchdown and then twice have to watch this fucking asshole well, go in the no because I I I on the uh, pregame show I got real cute and I said you know what everyone's throwing Ferkser in. I'm going to, I'm going to zag when everyone's zigging, I'm going to put Jeff Swayman who <laughs> I think could be the guy that gets those tight end targets. And then Cole Pruitt, not only does he catch a touchdown, but he recovers a fumble in the end zone uh, to get a second touchdown insane. But that's, you know, that's, that's the fun of these GPPs things get wild. And I, I always like uh, part of my prep is to see who won the millionaire maker. And then I punished myself in my head by going <laughs> line by line go, Oh, what were you thinking? Why did you not put these guys in every once in a while? Like if it's a, if it's a cowboy, I'm like, all right, you never would have thought of that one. But the, I, the winner actually didn't have the Browns Titans. Uh, he wasn't too heavy on that. He did have, he did have uh, 
Derek Carr and Darren Waller. So that means that Derek Carr touchdown pass at the end of the uh, game there against the Jets was really uh, the difference Hope between him winning a million and two hundred thousand dollars. So maybe, maybe you know, sends Greg Williams a bottle of scotch. What do you do there? Uh, well, and it just super uh, super fan Justin Decker. He uh, he had the not only did he have Carr, yes. he had the Carr uh, rug stack. Oh no, ta- no, he had the Carr Waller stack. No, I think he also had rugs in there. Did he? Oh, not? did he? I think okay. he had, anyway, w- took down the big boy. So it was a big day for Carr. Also a big day for Greg Williams. <laughs> Hopefully he got that scotch. Yeah, uh, scotch will uh, soothe everything there. So, how how has your season been overall? I mean, we're you know just before we got on the uh, podcast, I, I sounds cliche, but I just I can't believe it's week fourteen. How are your season long uh, doing fantasy wise? How's the DFS been overall? Uh, you know, how you doing in the best ball overall? What are we looking at season wise? Yeah. I mean, I think all things considered, it's been a pretty successful season. I, um, my two main uh, home leagues for season long, I made the playoffs um, and then, you know, DFS has been good for sure. Um, I've, I've given way too much back in showdown slates um, and, and <laughs> trying to mess around with those. So um, I'm, I'm going to try to keep state away from those, but then uh but then the best ball too, man. I mean, we'll, we'll see how everything shakes out. Most of the tournaments start uh, next week. So we'll see how everything comes in um, over the next day or two. But I think I'm going to be moving, moving on in um, a good amount of best balls, both on underdog and drafting. So I'm excited about that. And uh, real quick, as you were calling out good ways to lose money back, shout out to the flash drafts. Oh man. Those, those are, are dangerous. <laughs> Oh, I, mean, I have not. I've yet to dabble in a flash draft. That it does sound dangerous, man. Yeah, you're basically free base in uh, daily fantasy. Sunday right night there. when you when things haven't gone well that weekend, <laughs> just you know, may, maybe you give that lightning a shot. fast chase. There. How are your best balls doing, Sean? Because <laughs> well, it, you know, it was so funny because we we're That's talking. That's a great drop. We're just. <laughs> Oh, someone pull that please for me and send it. We were talking on Slack and uh I was all I was feeling myself because I was looking at the DraftKings and then John was going, Well, they didn't add uh this last weekend, and I'm like, Oh motherfucker. <laughs> because I had already in my head I looked at the results and I thought they had already included stuff that had happened. But then I see down in the very bottom, does not you know, last time it updated was Thursday morning. But knock on wood, again, you're gonna I'm in a bunch of leagues, but I think I'm going to win two out of the seven DraftKings best ball and then move. And then it's like three weeks of you, these like 12 team leagues where you keep moving on. So we'll see. I mean, you know, as a guy who is heavy on Josh Allen and uh, you know, him having that game against San Francisco, that was awesome. You know, I got a, I got DK Metcalf, a lot of shares of him. So We'll see. We'll see. One of my other, one of my winning teams kind of revolves around Josh Allen. The other one, Ryan Tannehill, which if you look at the Titans next four games and I think shout out to John, cause he was the one who pointed out to me uh, when we were doing these, these best ball leagues in the beginning of the season, especially with the DraftKings format to kind of take a look at, you know, week third, week 14, 15, 16, 17. Cause that's when you're in the quote unquote playoffs, if you can get through those first 12 weeks. So which we'll by see. the way, Baker Mayfield's matchups, not, not so bad either. I think in that same stretch, although the giants now have a defense, so maybe well, temper and, those expectations and he, he can really fall off if there is uh if weather is an issue. So, so real quick, I, I know we're going to talk fantasy football, but I did, uh, you're talking Baker Mayfield and it just made yes. me think they showed the graphic of the, uh, 
the draft picks in the Darnold draft. Uh, it just made me forget Josh Allen was a first round pick two years ago, <laughs> and it just made me laugh. Like holy shit, things how, can how really far go we've wrong. Come. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, give out a millionaire maker. Let's all become fantasy football millionaires. Maybe we can all tie for first and uh, you know chop the pot up. Well, you guys can take. What you guys can share the twenty five dollar entry one. Oh, I'll okay, because Ryan's Ryan's <laughs> in the five hundred dollar entry. I'll take down the five hundred dollar <laughs> entry one this week. No, no big deal. Okay, big spender. What are you doing at quarterback, Kramer? You're gonna make me go first. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm zigging. I almost, you know, what we we just recorded. Shout out to the diehard Eagles podcast. Uh, I'm enjoying it this year because the Eagles suck. Uh, but on <laughs> well, their own, I think it's for Eagles fans and yeah. people who hate the Eagles, especially when they're bad. On their own new feed, uh, you pointed out Hurts, and I, I almost went that angle because, uh, as you pointed out, five carries in, in a half of football, he's yeah, definitely cool. going to have a high floor or high, uh, a super high floor. But I went a different way. I went for a situation where I got to imagine uh, Miami is going to going to unleash some new offense and maybe be a bit aggressive. Going against Kansas City, mm. Tua only fifty four hundred also lines up a very nice stack for me. And, and and I again I was it seems like there's there's some very popular options closer to the top. I wanted to zig a little bit, so fifty four hundred. I took Tua. I think maybe this is this is his coming out party against Mahomes. I don't know. Tua is fifty four hundred dollars, which he hasn't really popped yet uh, fantasy wise. But at that price point, I mean, fifty four hundred dollars, considering uh, Andy Dalton's fifty five hundred dollars, <laughs> and a lot of quarterbacks that aren't starting, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, fifty two hundred, Jameis Winston, fifty two hundred. So uh, there's certainly something to be said there. I mean, you could even make a case for Mike Glennon at fifty one hundred. This Jacksonville offense. They're they're at home against Tennessee, whose defense just looks bad. Well, and two is coming off a game where they won nineteen to seven against a bad team, and you'd be like, well, he didn't still had thirty nine attempts. So, uh, I think I think there's going to be some situations uh, in this game against Kansas City where he, whether they're winning and being aggressive or losing and having to play from behind, they're going to have to throw the rock. So, John, what are you doing at the quarterback spot? Yeah, so. Before we hopped on here, I, I went full DJ mode here, and I know we were talking about <laughs> you know our we're talking about season long, we're talking about best ball. So I kind of I kind of did a little breeze through of what's what some of my exposures are to quarterbacks and all these things because now we're getting into the big money weeks, right? And you can kind of hedge yourself a little bit, and and you know if one guy goes off in the best ball, then you're gonna move on there. If one guy goes on your season long, you're gonna move on there. So some guy that I have absolutely zero exposure to from the preseason, which I'm kicking myself right now. And I know Kramer was all over him, but I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here mm. um, at QB um, a little bit higher, you know, towards the top of the, uh, towards the top of the list. Um, but I'm also pretty convinced that uh, LaFleur and Rodgers are scheming to try to have uh, Aaron take a run at the MVP. Cause it seems like every time they get down to the five yard line or something like that, he's it, it, it's not going to Aaron Jones this year. It's going to Aaron Rodgers, you know, through the air um, almost every weekend. So I think they're just going to try to keep pushing him to get three, four touchdowns every week. And I, I, I love the ceiling on Rodgers against the Lions. Yeah, yeah. In the dome. I mean, what's not to like there? Well, and, and of course lines coming off their super bowl win <laughs> of, we hate you, Matt, Patricia, we're, we're going to do whatever it takes to win this game. Miracle. Certainly a, uh, a down spot for them. Maybe they'll get up a little bit, but that, that defense is really bad. I, I said it on the Dired Eagles podcast. Give me Jalen hurts. Oh. 
$5,100. You saw the spark that offense had. And again, this is a GPP play. You know, it, it's not safe. There is probably a low floor for a rookie quarterback making his first start. But I, I think that floor is, is not as low as, as most normal quarterbacks, because we see this all the time. A young rookie quarterback gets a start. He, he doesn't know what to do. He'll run around more than he normally would. I mean, in a quarter and a half, he had five carries. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they design some runs for him, some read options. I think he gets at least 10 carries and with that kind of rushing and you know, he's looked decent throwing the ball $5,100. I'm taking a shot. Greater ownership, Mitchell Trubisky or Jalen hurts this week. I don't know. John, John probably would have a I better mean, take on that, he, but Trubisky also 5,600 yeah. at home against that Houston I, defense. You know, I didn't go Trubisky cause there's no way I'm coming <laughs> on this show back to back weeks, taking <laughs> fucking tropical storm Trubisky. So, but I mean, if you could make a case there, uh, yeah. I, it was hard to watch that last <laughs> week. I had him as my quarter. It just wasn't worth it. I'm, I'm not going back to it that. It was long. a weird game for you to watch because you had, not only did you pick the bears, but also you had, you did predict the lines to go to the NFC championship. <laughs> and you also had Mitch Trubisky and DFS. So it was, it was I, interesting watch watching. I, you I also had Montgomery, so I was on to something. But and, and that highlights how bad uh, Detroit is against uh, the running back. But what are you doing at running back this week, Ryan? Well, Detroit's that bad against the running back. Yeah. I'm going Aaron Jones. Uh, I I almost I, I looked at Aaron Rodgers because like like John said, it seems like they're trying. Devonte Adams is scoring a lot of short passing touchdowns, and there's no like he's the only player in the league that I'm okay with the fade going to because yeah. him and Rodgers have it dialed in. Uh, but I'm going uh, with the other Aaron, Aaron Jones, uh, 7,600. Uh, strangely, I thought his price was pretty depressed considering how bad Detroit has been. And while I, I you know, I think, I think Rogers could end up with three to four touchdowns and uh, Aaron Jones could end up with a couple too. So 7,600 uh, first of first of many escalades on this team. Sean. Oh, look out. John, what are you doing at your RB one spot this week? Yeah, so I I kind of actually stayed away from the Escalades a little bit on the running back side. So, um, but I'm going with Eckler here, um, seven thousand against the Falcons. Um, I mean, you know, Anthony Lynn proved that it's not the greatest motivation to tell your team they're out of the playoff hunt <laughs> before they're mathematically eliminated. So. Um, <laughs> what a master! What what a master motivator! Hey guys, just so you know, we're not playoffs aren't going to happen. But coach, there's a still there's still a chance if we rally and get some. No, it's not going to happen, guys. Yeah, don't play <laughs> it. No. So I mean, I think uh, people are going to see that forty five nothing and just stay away from the Chargers. And I mean, Eckler has the 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 potential of any of these high price price running back guys, and he's down there at you know, 7,000. Um, and he could, he could catch a ton of passes against the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons defense is horrible. So um, I, I love the, love the play with Eckler this week. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I like Eckler. I didn't put him in this lineup, but I'm definitely, I, I think I'm going to play another one with Eckler. Cause I kept moving him in and out. I'm with you Kramer. I'm also on Aaron Jones. The matchup against the Lions is just too, too easy. I mean, John brings up a great point about the goal line touchdowns, but that being said, Aaron Jones still has uh, got nine touchdowns this season. So he's still getting his 19.9 fantasy points per game. And you couldn't pick a better team to go up against as far as defenses and 7,600. You're right. That feels low considering you got, you know, Dalvin cook at 9,400. I, I don't know. I, I think you could expect similar production, especially Dalvin cook on the road at Tampa Bay versus 
Aaron Jones. I, I don't know. 7,600 feels like a good price. Bit of a bargain yeah. there. I mean, the other thing too, with some of these guys that are, are, are in the uh, mid sevens for running backs, we, we see it every week. The people are either trying to pay up to 9,000 and get, get some of those guys or they're, they're spending down and they're taking some of the value plays that week in the low sixes, upper five. So it's, it's kind of like that mid seven price range just goes overlooked every week. And there's always guys that um, um, hit their value in that, that range. Yeah. And I got a, I got Derek Henry in best ball. So I wasn't going to throw him in here as well. He's 8,700. Did you, have you heard the nickname uh, Kramer D Henber? Because of, uh, and whenever I hear that, I think of that Lexus commercial, and I just keep thinking of a Dehenber to remember Derrick Henry. He's going up against the Jags. No, 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 it's December. No, I, no, I, I, no, no. I, I, I had never. I just, I think I was listening to ETR guys, and I'd never heard of Dehenber before. But it's a the age it's is a, silent. It, it's a clunky nickname, but it's growing on me. Kramer, what are you doing? RB two. Uh, you know. I, I like the Eckler play. I d- I'll, I'll definitely have a, a shares of him because again, he had nine targets last week and just did, he didn't do much with it, but uh, the opportunity will still be there. But I, I went right to this uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee game. And while I, I know lots of people will be looking to stack Glennon and shark and be talking about how they might be a good low ownership GPP play. Uh, I'm going Robinson uh, this dude. Just he he's a safe play. Uh, he's 7,500, same price as Aaron Jones, but he's he just gets used so goddamn much with this team. He's coming off six targets in the back and back to back games and a total of 40 carries. Uh, yeah, hard, hard to not like the production here. And it, once again, it's a pretty good matchup uh, with the way this Tennessee defense has been playing. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna jump in there. I also have James Robinson. Uh, we copied, huh? Well, well that's pretty lame. and I I keep putting him in these lineups, but they they don't price him <laughs> north of eight thousand. He gets a ton of volume, yeah. ton of catches out of the backfield, and he's just damn good. Like it, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see who gets rookie of the year because usually just always go to a quarterback, but at only two wins, can you really give it to Justin Herbert? Maybe Justin Jefferson. He, James Robinson is, is certainly having a ton he's of never, crazy production. He's never not scored ten points or more. Yeah, and he's averaging like Aaron Jones, pretty consistent, right up there at twenty points. John, what are you doing for your RB two? Yeah, I, I love the Robinson play there. You know, he's getting. I, I'm not going Robinson here, but I mean, he's got. He's getting like ninety five percent of their carries this season. It's it's pretty unreal. I, I think it's on pace to be a record for a uh, for share of running back carries. But for my second running back, I'm going uh, a little bit of an injury spot here. Um, I'm kind of assuming with how quickly they ruled out Antonio Gibson. Um, what was that yesterday? I don't even know what day it is anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that he's probably not going to end up playing this week. Um, if he does, I'll probably change it around. But um, JD McKissick, um, forty nine hundred. Um, you know, Peyton Barber's probably going to still be the maybe the guy they call their starter or whatever you want to call it. But um, as we saw, you know, uh, in the game yesterday, when when they get behind or or they need to go to an actual running back that's going to make something happen, they're going to go to McKissick. He's probably going to have a, a pretty pretty nice floor with the receiving upside um, there. And, and they're playing the Niners this week. So um, I would assume they're going to be in a, in a little bit of a back and forth battle there. So for 4,900, I, I like that a lot. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's a good price on him as well. And for a while there, he, he kind of all of a sudden became the PPR machine. Like he had those two games where he had like 29 targets or something insane. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets back to that level of production, Kramer receiver, 
are WR one. What are you doing? Well, and I, I like uh, I like Eckler because I like going against this Atlanta defense. But I think the better way to do it is to take Keenan Allen this week, mm-hmm. uh, coming mm-hmm. off a, another relative down game. And I think I think Herbert will be a really popular play. So perhaps Keenan Allen will too. I think uh, I just think an, another situation where volume uh, it's hard to ignore. And uh, you know, like they just got their ass kicked. Still eleven targets, only five catches, only nine point eight points. I, I like regression to happen in a real way uh, against the Falcons. Yeah, seventy seven hundred. Now Keenan Allen. Allen, he's he's a target machine still. That that game got away from the Chargers uh, early, so things got a little wonky as far as game flow, game script. I mean, before that. 25, 21, 28, 13, 38, 16, and then 9.8. So John, what are you doing? Receiver one this week. Yes. So I'm uh, I'm going with the highest price guy on the slate, pairing them up with Rogers going Devontae Adams here, uh, 9,300. So I've kind of been, uh, I'm looking at, at, at Adams here the last couple of weeks and, and just comparing him against some of the other running backs who are priced in the 9,000 range. And so if you're, if you're picking a guy in that 9,000 range, you, you, you're probably wanting him to get to 30 points in order to not, you know, sink you. And so, you know, the way that I'm kind of seeing it is 30 points for Adams is, you know, uh, 10 catches for a hundred, you know, 120 yards and a touchdown, which is like a normal day for him versus <laughs> 30 points for some of these running backs. You're banking on them getting two touchdowns, getting over 150 yards. If they're not, if they're not going to be super involved in the passing game potentially. So um, I just kind of like uh, the the potential for the receiver, these high price receivers to hit that, that mark that you need a little bit. And so that's why I've been, I, I think this will be the third week in a row that I'm going to be pretty heavy on Adams over 9,000, but um, it hasn't disappointed yet. Yeah, no, it's it, sometimes you just got to pay up and Aaron, he's Aaron, been delivered. Yeah. Aaron likes his safety blankets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you see Ryan? I, I don't know if we, I I'm kicking myself for not getting a screenshot, but not only did Aaron Rodgers shave the beard, but there was a shot of him doing some smelling salts, AKA decaf nose beers on the sideline last week. So he is, he is dialed in. Well, he is, wh- and, and what would cause you to shave your, well, at least if you would ask me that question, <laughs> what would get me to cause me to shave my beard? Uh, you know, bad, you know, maybe it's a mojo thing, whatever it is. It's working for a uh, new pussy. For, <laughs> exactly. let's, let's be honest. That's He's on gonna... the prowl. Look out. I'm going uh, Danik is back in town. I'm going again. I can't get away from this guy. Give me DK Metcalf at home against the jets. Are you kidding me? Bounce back spot. Yeah. He had, he was, you know, still had eight targets for 80 yards uh, against the giants. They slowed him down a little bit, but as we saw, slowed him down a little bit. I mean, they shut him down. You know, 13 points. Isn't horrible. Not, not what you would want from the price point, but $8,400 at home. Seattle coming off a loss against this Jets team who just has to be deflated. The only concern is that Greg Williams won't be calling plays <laughs> for the Jets. So I'm a little worried about that. But uh I mean DK Metcalf, who's covering them on this Jets team? No one. No one. Who's your uh, who's your second receiver, Ryan? Uh I mean, at this point, if, if you're uh close to the situation, it sounds a lot like Kenny Galladay is opting out like that kicker just did. And <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like, do we know is, is he gonna be back? He just wants out of Detroit, right? That's what's that's what's going on here. I don't know if you see the rumors are swirling about a trade to New York. Really? No, he's gonna oh. walk, but the Giants are gonna sign him. All rise. Um Kenny Galladay is not gonna see the field this week, probably won't see the field the rest of the season. So I'm going to go back to the guy who got 12 targets last week and is uh, 
fairly cheap considering the volume he's going to get in this game. Uh, coming off back-to-back twelve target games, and that's Marvin Jones, fifty-eight hundred, uh, in a matchup where they will most likely be chasing the Packers. Uh, I think Marvin Jones has uh, big time, uh, big time garbage potential in this one. Two touchdowns in play. Well, speaking of two touchdowns, Adrian Peterson back-to-back two touchdown games. How great is that for the first time in his career? That was that's an so insane crazy. nugget. Uh, who's your second receiver this week, John? Yeah, so this is kind of contingent on um, me hoping that Daniel Jones is coming back. I don't know if you have any insider info there, Kramer, but he. I mean, as a fan, my concern is that if he comes back and he's not a hundred percent, he just it, he has to be able to Can't move. keep Colt McCoy off the field. Yeah, I mean, Colt McCoy, <laughs> God bless him. But uh, I, I, I think it sounds like he's going to play, honestly. Yeah. So if, I mean, if he plays, then um, I love Darius Slayton here at forty-two hundred. Um, against the Cardinals. I mean, um, you know, I'm hoping that if Jones plays, then that Cardinals and Giants game could could get into a little bit of a shootout. And this is a, this is the lowest Slayton's been um, the whole season. Um, and he's you know a guy who's relying on that deep ball, which I don't think McCoy is uh, ever going to throw again. So um, he's pretty much going to be uh, dependent on whether Jones is in or not. But for now, assuming Jones is in, I like Slayton. Yeah, and I, I I would I would echo that. I think uh, the way that we've seen this Arizona defense get beat too is with with people that can kind of abuse the seam and run those slants. So I do like the matchup. I, I the more now that I'm confident, uh, Ryan, real money Kramer. The slot. Sean, that was a slot. I'm I'm really having a hard time finding ways that Arizona's going to score in this game. So I am a little worried about the game flow for you, John. But I, I low do, scoring affair. I, I I also looked at Slayton. I I don't know why his price is so low. He like. He's definitely the go-to target when when big plays are being called. Speaking of big plays, he's had a number of them this year. My receiver two going back to this well, Justin Jefferson. The mm-hmm. guy does not disappoint. My cousin's Jefferson stack was pretty strong last week. Had a couple other good ones in there. A couple duds brought the lineup down, but Justin Jefferson. They're at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and w- you know Tampa Bay has kind of had a good defense, but really it's about them stopping the run. They've really gotten exploited with the deep ball. I mean, you saw Tyreek Hill had 60 points against them and Justin Jefferson, as much as it kills me that the Eagles didn't draft him taking Rager over Jefferson, which I was supportive of at the time, which is why I'm not a GM and neither should Howie Roseman um, Jefferson $7,400 against his Tampa Bay defense. And I, I, I think he's going to be wide open deep. And I, I think they're going to have trouble covering him. speaking of Slayton. I mean, Slayton was really close to having a monster game against Tampa as well, but yeah, Daniel Jones overthrew him a couple times. No, they're the deep ball is uh, certainly open down in Tampa Bay. They're, they're coming off a bye, but I, I like their situation. There. And real quick, Sean, Justin Jefferson, he is on pace to break the rookie receiving record. He's I, I mean, I would throw, I would roll the dice and Put a little money on him at uh, rookie of the year. If you can get it mm. anything over five to one, I think kind of an interesting play. Ryan, new sponsor, better than Vegas, all new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos, basically like YouTube, but for hashtag Dejans only. Hashtag Dejans only. Told you earlier, already already posted the first video on our page. Winner, Ravens minus eight. Lamar Jackson first touchdown. You're welcome. And uh, if that's not enough, besides our page, got a bunch of other free videos over there. They're doing some contests, monthly contests, thousand bucks to the handicapper that wins the most units. 
and a thousand to the handicapper that has the most followers. So if our page wins, you know, what we're doing with that thousand bucks. We're giving it back to the listeners. So help us out. Subscribe, check out uh better than dot Vegas, subscribe to our page. You can go directly to our page by just going to sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. That's better than dot Vegas. Kramer third receiver. What are we doing? Oh man. Well, I mean, Sam Darnold loves two things, making out with chicks and Jamison Crowder, 5,400 Jamison Crowder. I mean, it's a great matchup. Uh, Seattle coming off a game where they got to face Colt McCoy. Didn't have to do a lot. Uh, They can, I strangely kind of think this is going to be another weird game. I know this, I I, hard to see taking the jets here in a bounce back game after Greg Williams gets fired, but uh, you know, Seattle's been giving up points to the receiver all year. And Sam Darnold ha- wants nothing to do with throwing the ball down the field to Perryman or Mims, so it's going to be all about Crowder. I think Crowder's going to have a shitload of targets in this game, fifty-four hundred. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, slightly high to pay up for a uh, a Jets player, but I think the target volume is there. He's going to get ten sense. targets. Period. John, what are you doing? Third receiver. Yeah, so I was thinking of. Um, Pairing up a, a little secondary stack with Christian Kirk and Slayton here, but uh, but Kramer's got me a little bit scared thinking the Cardinals aren't <laughs> going to score. So I moved off of that. Um, I audibled here, and um, I'm going with Tim Patrick um, oh. on the Broncos, 4200. Um, obviously, just coming off that two touchdown game, um, which was big. Um, but I mean, he's for pretty much the whole season when he's played, he's led the team in targets. Um, and uh, he's, you know, he's lower than Jerry Judy this week. And, uh, he's going up against Carolina who seems like yeah. he's going to have a, a decent amount of people out with COVID. So, um, I, I really like this spot for Patrick. Fun fact about the small cock lock, uh, 26% <laughs> of his throws have been rated as bad throws by pro football focus or pro football <laughs> reference, which is, <laughs> that is not a good number at all. Uh, it is a great nickname. though. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an amazing <laughs> nickname. Small cock lock. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I was, I was reacting to the pick because uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm lockstep $4,200 against uh, Tim Patrick, which kind of feels like the number one option. I know Noah fan has certainly had his targets. Maybe you're chasing heat here with the two touchdown game, but really, I, I think they're going to use him as a red zone target. And Carolina's pass defense has been really bad. They've let up a ton of points all season. Like, I, I wouldn't even, you know, depending on how the COVID list shakes out, you could talk me into even running it back with uh, Robbie Anderson if Samuel is out or some of these other guys, because I think he's always an interesting GPP play. But Tim Patrick at 4,200 feels like great value. Kramer, what are you doing at the tight end spot? Well, I'm stacking. We're doing a good old fashioned tight end stack and uh Kiseki, massive targets last week. Uh, the chiefs are susceptible to the tight end. I think, I think fan had nine targets. Didn't do a ton with it, but that's because small cock lock sucks. Uh, yeah. Kiseki coming off an 11 target game. And, and I think, you know, we've seen it all year, Kansas city. That's, that's one of the ways you exploit them. And the, again, whether they're being aggressive uh, Tua seems to like throwing the ball to Kiseki. And or whether they're just getting their ass kicked and they got to play from behind, two is going to like throwing the ball to Gasecki. So forty five hundred. That's uh, that's my stack. This yeah, week, he so. seems kind of like the guy. I was I was so high on Gasecki, then so out, but he he seems to be coming back here with the two uh, connection. What are you doing at tight end this week, John? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna stack it as well, and I'm I'm going um, 
with TJ Hawkinson, bringing it back um, with the Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams stack. I mean, you know, tight end has just been such a tough position this year. And so whenever possible, I'm trying to get that thing correlated with uh, a game or, or preferably the QB um, if possible. And I mean, Hawkinson's, you know, been as about as a consistent as it gets, if it's not a Kelsey or a Waller this season. So um, really like Hawk against the Packers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, he's he hasn't really blown up. I mean, there was some talk about him really popping, and he hasn't quite gotten there. But he's at he's really at that fourteen to fifteen points every Pretty game. Steady. Kind of, yeah. He's similar to James Robinson. The, the The ceiling has never been super high, but he's only really had one bad game against Washington Week Ten. Yeah, just a little bit better. I'm going. Uh, I am stacking uh, Jalen Hurts with Dallas Goddard four thousand at home. To me, he still seems like they're uh, the but best. Ertz is back, Sean. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but Ertz, Ertz. I mean, Hertz hasn't played with Ertz at all, so <laughs> I, I just want to hear that. Hertz, Ertz, Hertz to Ertz. Ertz is only thirty six hundred dollars, so maybe I mean maybe he goes super contrarian. But Dallas Goddard, you know, got some got some targets uh, from Hertz. I, I think they're going to be doing a lot of read option stuff, some play action, bootleg bootleg stuff is always great for. The tight end and and maybe they finally realized they got to roll their quarterbacks out. So Goddard at four thousand, I, I think the target share is going to be there. So that's what I'm uh, locking up there as far as the stack with Hertz Kramer flex spot. What are you doing? All right, I, I had thirty eight hundred dollars uh, to fill in this spot, so not a lot to choose from. I did actually look at Ertz. I thought about it and I was like, mm, Sean's pretty out on this guy, and his wife plays soccer. Next. <laughs> Listen, there's an Julie Ertz is a winner. There, she is a winner. Uh, love America. She, there is an ultimate. Uh, both daughters with the Ertz jersey. Unfortunately, I, I it was a real, real tearing that moment. She's of an my Olympian. Jordan uh, World Cup's more important, but that, yeah, also an Olympian. Jordan Reed, mm. thirty five hundred. Washington, San Francisco, in a very interesting revenge. Spot. No holds barred revenge spot for Shanahan. Revenge spot for Alex Smith going the other way. But more importantly, revenge spot for Jordan Reed. I saw him get hit last week in the back of the head. I thought that was going to be the one. They finally <laughs> were going to have to take Jeez. him off the field. Uh, but I, I think Shanahan is one of these coaches. Like a, he doesn't want to lose to Dan Snyder. I believe this man knows 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 about Dan Snyder. Does not want to lose to Dan Snyder. And more importantly, Jordan Reed. This is a this is a a team that where he his career was made. And I think going back. Looking the way this offense has matriculated the ball, I, I like what I'm seeing in the receivers. I'm a little concerned because they did spread the ball around. But Jordan Reed found the end zone last week. I think he could be a little bit more involved in the game plan this week. And for only 3,500, if he finds the end zone, he pays off. So, yeah, I said way too many words about 3,500 dollars. It's all right. It's Jordan Reed. You get you got to talk your uh, talk your uh, flex amazing. spot up. Running the double um, tight end set right. I am running the double tight end set. It's amazing. Twelve personnel. Amazing. He's still in the league. John, what are you doing in your flex spot? Yeah, so I'm gonna go with uh, Brandon Ayuk here. Um, yeah, you know, right in line there with Kramer and some Niners pass catchers. But um, I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this is probably the last time Ayuk's gonna be uh, under six thousand um, dollars for the season. I mean. When he's healthy, he has just gone off for the Niners. I mean, he's played nine games and he's scored over 20 DraftKings points in, in five of them. And and that doesn't even include the game where if he would have played, he would have taken all those Richie James points and probably scored like 30 or 35 or something. So um, I, I love Ayuk, and he's just another name to add to this 
awesome rookie class that we're seeing for receivers. So um, really like him here at 5,400. Uh, 28% of the target share over the last four games. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe you're worried they, they get Debo back going a little bit. It was weird that Debo didn't get many looks. I mean, remember, remember when on Monday night, I told you that he would have more yards than Stefan Diggs, And that was worth plus two twenty-five. Thank yeah, you. and I I had Ayuk in the uh, in the DraftKings lineup. I did for the the doubleheader Monday night. He, I really feel like the player prop market is soft. Like I got We we really got to get in there more, Sean. We do, especially We're in, in this COVID year, man. They can't keep up with all this news. No, and and there's the cra- there's crazy line shifts too in the player props and, and big discrepancies as far as uh, you know where you're actually getting down on those. Although there's only one place to do it, and that's my bookie down AG <laughs> flex spot. This guy. This guy, I, I'm gonna go out and live and say he is going to be in the millionaire maker oh. winner. Oh, I like this. He is uh they're calling him the, the Wayne next, train? No, no, not the Wayne train. <laughs> Ryan, Colin Johnson oh, well, for the oh Jacksonville boy. Jaguars. Oh boy. That's right. Last two <laughs> games, 14 targets, eight catches, 164 yards receiving, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. This Glennon connection is real. This guy was deep on the roster. He's getting targets. He's getting looks. He has a connection with them, and they're at home against this Tennessee secondary that just can't guard anyone. They made Baker Mayfield look like a fucking it's MVP. True. I feel like I should switch out my read pick. You're right. For, this guy's got to be cheap. Thirty six hundred dollars. Oh, same price point. Yeah, Colin Johnson. John, Ooh. please weigh in on this uh, pick. No, I love it. I I, uh, <laughs> I had him in one of my earlier lineups I was building and then I decided to take him out. But um, I, I love Johnson. Same reason that um, I, I like bringing uh, some Browns in last week, but uh, it doesn't seem like this Tennessee defense can really stop anybody. And like you said, Baker, Baker proved that in the first half last week. So um, love it. Yeah. And, and as much, and maybe you're right, Kramer, maybe people do just auto play Chark and Glennon in their, in their Jag stacks, but Chark, he, you know, seven targets, only two catches. He he hasn't really found a connection with Glennon coming back from that injury. So, uh, Colin Johnson is the play for that game. Kramer, defense. What are we doing? I assume you're doing the same thing, uh, doing a typical punt of the defense, yep. and not too far up the uh, the punt list. Do I see the Bengals? Who, mm. by the way, they've scored uh, th- in their past couple of games. They've scored three, nine, and five. Um, not not a ton of good offenses there, but they're taking on the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I mean, at what point did the Dallas Cowboys just officially <laughs> announce that they've they're, they've they're they're mailing it in for the season? Well, and, and you know, and, and the Bengals defense they've looked pretty solid. They've at had home. moments. They they've had moments, and they've uh, they, they've they did a pretty good job controlling two at nineteen points on the road. That's not bad at all. But you, to your point, uh, the last they had not nine against the giants at home four against. I mean, look, this is not a good defense. I'm going to stop talking about it, but I am going to fade the Cowboys. All right. Makes sense. John, what are you doing for your defense? Yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going with the Broncos here. Um, mm. Same thing, kind of punting defense like I typically do, but they're up against the, the Panthers who, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how the week plays out, but it seems like they're going to have uh, quite a few people missing with COVID. Um, Potentially, so um, I don't mind the Broncos here at all. Yeah, and uh, for me, I also kept it cheap on defense. Only two twenty two hundred dollars. They're at home. 
They're playing against Taysom fucking Hill. Give <laughs> no, me the don't Eagles. Do don't do it again. No, they're. What do you mean? We oh, just keep fading Taysom Hill. We can't keep. Well, fading this, this time it's this time it's personal. And the Eagles, they're great at stopping the run. That's how the that's how New Orleans sets up their entire offense. I am worried about Kamara, but I do think Darius Slay against Michael Thomas matches up decent. And this their defense hasn't been the issue. The, the offense has been putting them in shitty spots. If they can get any sort of spark out of Jalen Hurts in the offense, which this lineup believes they can, um, then I think their defense will be put in a good spot. And you're playing a dome team outdoors. Eventually, I think that's going to catch up with the Saints. And we saw that Taysom Hill fumble. I, I think turnover loading, Ryan, for Taysom Ooh. Hill. And Again, they're probably not going to have games with back-to-back special teams touchdowns, but they finally put Rager uh, back returning punts. Maybe, maybe they have another uh, special team spark. But I do think they will get some turnovers in this game. Come Sunday, all right, John. Appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, congrats. I I caught your episode. Well, you were on the uh, Sports Illustrated uh, Fantasy podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. The guy uh, Ben Heiser reached out to me, found the flow chart on Twitter, and had me on the podcast last week. So, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely picking up steam the flow chart. So, um, encourage everybody to check it out. Again, like even if you're like, ah, I'm on the, I'm on the table. Like it sounds complicated. No, very it's a easy. fucking picture. Like he's taken John has taken something very complicated <laughs> and nuanced and made it a picture. For our audience, the DGens, because you know we know where the bar is with you guys, and it's not—it's not meant to be an insult. No, no. Listen, we we all think reading is for pussies, and John makes it very simple. It's everything you want <laughs> in the internet. You want information, you want advice, Check. you want entertainment, and you want it to be very consumable. He also does a great Cold job of cash is also of explaining it. Yes, and winning money for just watching football. It's really everything you want out, out of the sports gambling podcast and uh, the content. Keep killing it on the site sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Love all the articles you're doing there, John. And uh, make sure you follow John on Twitter at John Boy Beats. Best of luck, John. Right on, guys. Take care. Thanks. Ace baby. Ace per head. Ace is the place to start your own online sports book. Ace is great, man. They do all the heavy lifting. You know, it's like those Geico commercials. So easy a caveman could do it. So easy anyone could do it. You don't have to be a computer expert. You don't even have to be a sports gambling expert. They set the lines, they grade the wagers, they do all the heavy lifting for you. They set you up with a professional looking website that has mobile wagering. Are you kidding? Kidding me? Live betting. You could be handing out this action, taking this action. All you got to do is go to sports gambling slash SGP. Use that link. Sorry. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Use that link. Get up to six weeks free. It's slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Ryan, Thursday night football. Oh, a rematch, Sean. Super Bowl rematch. It was an ugly Super Bowl, 13 to 3. Not a good one between uh, the Patriots and the Rams, of course. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. TB. TB12 will not be in service. It will be CN1. Quarterback for the Patriots. SN1, you mean? What? Sham Newton. Oh, Sham Newton. Scam Newton, whatever you like to well, call it. Well, let's him. start right there. Yeah. 
Let's do it. And of course we're doing the uh, giving out the thrive fantasy player props. Hit us up, uh, get in on the thrive fantasy stuff. And again, if you sign up with thrive in the next couple of weeks, send us a screenshot of you signing up. You get a chance to win a hundred dollars SGP merch. Use that SGP promo code $50 match up to 50 bucks. Kramer sham Newton. They, uh, where are you going on the passing yards under? Two, they set the total at 205 passing yards. His past his past games were 69 yards against the Chargers, yep. nice, and 84 yards against the Cardinals. And those are those are almost like two different game scenarios, almost. And he didn't even he didn't hit 100 yards in either game. No, I mean we we know what the, this is Auburn circa 2011. So under passing yards 200 and a half, under completions 19 yep. and a half. 19 and Let's a half seems there. very high considering he com- attempted 19 passes last game, 18 passes the game before. There was that outlier where he went 26 for 40 against Houston, but I think that's because their secondary is so bad. And you know, Jalen Ramsey, you're going to keep throwing at him? That, that's not Belichick style. So I'm also under on the completions. What else he got, Ryan? Over Damian Harris rushing yards, 65 and a half. Yeah, Belichick could do. They they clearly like this kid. Yeah, and he's clearly part of this 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 new Auburn 2011 offense they're going to roll out there. So I'm just, it's one of the few overs I'm taking for this game because it does feel like this is going to be an obvious Thursday night shit fest under game. But and uh, I'm on Damian Harris, but I went to the touching the touchdowns the touching downs under a half rushing touchdown. You're only getting 90 points, but he's only at two all year. They don't seem to use him a ton near the goal line. Cam likes to run it in around there. You know, they get cute with some of these other uh, yeah, running backs. Uh, the more I think about these, will they score props? Uh, the more I, I look at them and, and they're, they're not, they're never priced for you to take. Yes. No. I mean, honestly, and I, you know, maybe we're cracking the code here over at thrive, but I think you take under on all these props because Think about it. If an anytime touchdown bet came up for Damian Harris, it would be what plus two fifty, plus three hundred. Yeah, yeah. So you're almost getting even money the way this is priced on the no. So I think anytime you see these half touchdowns, you got to go under just because there's value. Yeah, I agree. I didn't take this one, but I agree. I think you're either taking the no or the under, or you're not taking it at all. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more Patriots? Cause I'm done with my Patriots. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, a couple more unders Jacoby Myers, uh, 59 and a half receiving yards. And maybe he's the guy that does it, but ah, man. See, I, what I'm worried about is I don't know if it's going to be bird or Myers. So I'm, I'm staying away from those. And maybe, th- maybe that's a smart thing to do, but I mean, listen to these. <laughs> All right. Against the Ravens, he had 59 yards, then 38 against Houston, 52 against Arizona, 15 against the chargers. Maybe you know Belichick's always a bit of a wild wild card, but under fifty nine and a half, and you're getting it at, at even money, basically a hundred points. Yeah, all day, baby. Also, Damian Bird under mm. uh, receiving touchdowns. Similar logic to the Damian Harris. It's set at a half. I'm taking the under. It's only eighty points, but again, I learned my lesson. Just don't go chasing those big juicy one twenty five points. You're not really doing yourself any favors. Nope, no. Nope. I got burned by Logan Thomas. Not going to do it again. And let's zoom. Yeah, I mean that was goddamn that. I, I kind of nailed some of the angles in the last Thrive lineup we gave out. Pretty, uh, pretty strong. Yeah, I ended up going six and four on these player Logan props, Thomas. which isn't bad. But 
had a career game. Yeah. He had a career game. You got to go kind of like eight and two to really get some good cash going. All right. And you know, part of the, I'll be honest, Sean, I made this lineup also. So I could see how I could see myself near the top of the leaderboard at the very beginning. Lots of unders (laughs) Jared Goff under two eighty two and a half. Uh, He just went over in the last game. And I, 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 do you remember the super bowl? Do you remember what Belichick did? Shut him down. Skull fucked him or mind fucked him. I guess is probably a better way to say it. Yeah, I didn't need that visual. Uh, <laughs> one of the few overs I'm taking. I'm taking over on both kickers. They're both sitting at six and a half. Interesting. Nick Folk and Matt Gay. Um, yeah, six and a half seems low. You're in a dome. Ideal kicking conditions. Uh, Patriots defense has gotten a little bit better. Feels like feels like there's a decent number of field goals in this game. I you know I'm you actually, are the case specialist. I'm though. worried that. Uh, so when you look at the six, they're both at six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So that that means you're essentially you're you're needing 13 points uh in the I I think this could be a tremendously low scoring game and that's what scared me off the kicking prop show. You're right. You know what? Now that I think about it, uh, I'm getting off this. I don't want to be I don't want to be dealing with this kicker bullshit. All, All right. right. Well, I'm going to replace it with the uh, bird under receiving nice. yards at 46 and a half and uh Robert Woods under 16 or no, you know what? No, Robert Woods under receiving touchdowns at a half. I like that one. Yeah. Um, another one I like. I almost went Jared Goff TDs and interceptions, but I told myself I'm gonna stay away from that one for those a little ones while. I always fuck it feels up. like a trap. Uh I'm gonna go Daryl Henderson under a half total touchdowns. Again, I think when they get near the end zone, they like Malcolm Brown. They maybe even like Cam Akers now. So uh, I, I like it being anyone not named Henderson. I also think touchdowns are going to be tough to get in this game. So kind of along the lines of what you were saying earlier, Sean, just fade the touchdown props. Yeah. Although I will say this about Daryl Henderson, the rushing receiving combined number feels a little low at 50 and a half. So I took the over and that's actually plus one Oh five. I mean, he had a kind of a breakout game against uh, Arizona. Seems to be involved in the passing game a little bit, so I, I'm going to take the over there. One of the few overs in All this right, game. My next uh, props, and I, I guess we can we'll do it. Uh, both Cooper Cups under. Yeah, Bill Belichick's not going to let that that fucking. I, I didn't. Is he a natural ginger who dyes his hair brown? <laughs> How does that work? I didn't. I didn't have the yardage, but Cooper Cup six and a half catches. I. That's a that's very high period. I mean, you watch that. I mean, Deontay Johnson that was set at five and a half. I think last Belichick week. Belichick just our- is like he lives in McVay's head. Like this whole like eleven personnel play action bullshit. Like Belichick's gonna eat him up. We saw we saw the Rams have one of the more prolific offenses in the last decade. Just completely like just shit themselves. And and Cooper Cup's only gone over six and a half catches four times this season. I like it. And you know, one was against the Bucks, where I mean, their their pass defense is really uh, this skeptical. Could, this could be McVeigh's second most disappointing performance of the year after that uh, hard knocks uh, train my dog <laughs> bit. Like, come on, dude, you just want to take your shirt off on TV. So I threw out the Robert Woods under receiving touchdowns, and then last one, Josh Reynolds under receiving yards. I, I think we're you know similar trend here. This just kind of feels like an ugly game. So maybe the running backs get going yardage wise, but I don't see it being a, a points thing. And Josh Reynolds, he had that, you know, stretch there against Miami and Seattle where he had nine targets, 10 targets. He's kind of cooled off coming off a one target, one catch game. 
I just don't see him going off against this uh, against this New England defense. This feels like an ugly game. I, I think Belichick. Uh, so I have Robert Woods under yards. I have Robert Woods under the receiving touchdown also. But I think Belichick is going to allow the third receiver to get loose because if you look at the games where the third receiver has had bigger games, I believe they correlate to the Rams maybe not doing mm-hmm. all that well. I think you take Woods and and Cup out of the game and it's a, it's a tough tough sledding for Cup. So I'm actually going to go over 47 and a half, Sean. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to who is I uh you know what? Maybe I don't fuck with Josh Reynolds at all and I move off. I feel like a lot of pressure is being placed on me with these uh late changes I'm I'm convincing you of. No, I mean you're making some solid ish points. I I I don't need to be messing with Josh Reynolds. I I've, I'm going to look at um this is not great podcasting, but I I think Robert uh, is there any more touchdown? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm going to just go fade that Daryl Henderson Jr. under uh, uh under a half touchdowns cuz I like that I like going the under on these touchdowns. And maybe this game turns yeah. into a huge shootout, but I think you take the under on all these touchdowns and uh yeah, not like it. All right. Kramer. My two ice picks are the kicking unders, by the way. Okay. So you're on the opposite side. Uh, just for the ice pick. <laughs> you love throwing out the ice pick for the fans. It's very, it's very uh I wonder if these guys are Italian. I like how they have <laughs> the ice pick. It's a good way to finish things off, if you know what I mean. Yeah, take care of business. Yeah. Jared Goff, he sleeps with the fishes. Thanks to the ice pick. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for participating well, in the Sports Gambling Podcast. What a great bitch. You send a horse uh, a, a horse <laughs> horse head to Jared Goff on his fucking little par three there. Oh man, that would that would really rattle his cage. Kinda is cool though, I, I will say. Like No, oh, yeah. Not gonna hate it. And no uh we're at nine hundred and ninety seven ratings. Oh. Not reviews, but <laughs> please send in a five star review. And again, we're picking uh Picking reviews to reward every Monday for Merch Monday. Already uh, just mailed out a shirt to a winner. Wow! And of course, uh, every Thursday too. Uh, thanks to our buddy uh, Jake Paquin, friend of the show, works up a nice Lock Dog Tees graphic. People respond on our social media with their uh, Lock Dog Tees, and if you end up hitting, you get a free Lock Dog Tees T-shirt. So I'm going to send some of those out today as well. So plenty of opportunities to get some merch. Of course, uh, check out Die Hard Eagles. Podcasts, uh, my Eagles podcast with a couple of my buddies launched its own feed. You can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Eagles, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Eagles to sign up there. Kramer for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And he is Ryan. Quick shout out. Appreciate the Virginia Tech Hokies for getting into the top 25 with a big old win against Villanova earlier in the season. Completely shitting the bed, losing by 20 to Penn State at home. Kramer, let it ride.